0: are listening to the Scripture Union Northern Ireland podcast. I'm one of your hosts Ruth Dalzell and I'm the E3 Skills worker for North Belfast and Newton Abbey and with me is my co-host and training and resources manager for SUE, Mr. Phil Howe.
1: Welcome to episode 5 of the podcast and this season we're looking at ways to help people in their personal walk with God in relation to Bible reading and prayer.
0: So far you've heard from me. Damien, our General Director, our intern Heidi and Rick Hill, who, if you've listened to the last episode, works for the Presbyterian Church in Ireland and is also on SU Council.
1: Now, as you've been listening, perhaps even the previous seasons of the podcast, you'll know that partnership in the gospel is important to us at SU, and collaboration does play a, plays a big part of, of what we do. Uh, we realize this is God's kingdom, it's not ours. And so we're delighted to introduce you to Love for Life, if you haven't heard of them before, and to Jude Cairns, who is the big chief, the chief executive. So welcome, Jude. Um, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
2: Yes, it's great to be on this podcast. Um, I'm Jude Cairns, so I'm, as you say, the Chief Executive of Love for Life, but I guess that's only really part of who I am and what I do. Um, I'm married to Desi, and we have two children, Um, fast becoming adults. Um, Matthew's almost 20, and Beth is 17. Um, so yeah, in my work, I lead Love for Life, and we're an organisation Um really want to inspire relationships that's our strap line we want to encourage young people to value themselves to value relationships and to value sex in a culture that's i guess really challenging them and really challenging those messages of value and worth and we want them to have really brilliant expectations for for their futures and we want to do all we can to inspire them to make great choices brilliant
0: great okay, thank you um so we're going to go back kind of supposed to the beginning to be a bit more general when and how did you become a christian
2: well there's a a lovely link here um with scripture union because i became a christian at a uh, sism in Ballyholm home and um, when i was 13 so it's quite a while ago and um, i guess i had grown up i look back you know, with a, I had always grown up to believe in God. I never really doubted that he existed um, and had gone to church and Sunday school and all of that, you know. But it was when I was about 13, I guess, I look back and think I was at a critical time there where you're starting to meet people who have different views and different outlooks than maybe I had thought I had, you know, um and actually at Sism went along to Valley Home and just really heard about this personal friendship, personal relationship that it was more than just a belief, it was a way of life and actually understanding the stories of scripture were one thing, but actually how it in- interacted with me and how it could change me was something completely different. Um and just that idea of friendship, walking with journeying with relationship was just so incredible and yeah one night on valley home beach i became a christian and um, so and i love that and i love that actually it was through that type of ministry and then seeing su still going strong and all that that you guys bring and your teams bring to young people and and even then seeing how the work has impacted my kids and, mm. and their involvement it's just phenomenal to see that full circle and and what god does but yeah that's how it all kind of began
1: and well, why are you still a Christian today? Because you're still trusting, you're still mm-hmm. following Jesus. So why are you still a Christian today?
2: Um. Well, I guess I I'm I'm a Christian today because I, I totally believe that that when I look around me, God God has made all of this to start mm-hmm. with, and I just I guess the other option. I mean, <laughs> the other option is not pretty. You know, if. if there is no God, or if if I shouldn't follow Him, like what does that look like? I I have been friends with Jesus as best, you know, it's not always been perfect, but I've been friends with Jesus for a long time, and and he has proved faithful. Um, God's promises have proved true, and that doesn't deny the down times or the difficult and challenging times and all of that, but I just am like God has done so much for me and in me and I look and I can't deny his existence um, and I just see him at work and see him in the lives of those around me and he gives me hope and he gives me a future and I love the perspective that walking with him brings to my life you know that anything is but a shadow of what will be and it's only part of what will be and I love that. I just love that even how big something feels right now, actually in the perspective of God and in what he has and how he carries us, it's tiny. Yeah. Um, so while every detail matters and he's in the minutiae, he's absolutely in the minutiae and creation shows us that. Um. There's also a perspective that he brings and a hope and a future that it just calls me to. And so therefore you just keep daily walking into that hope and future. Yeah.
1: Um, Thank you so much for sharing. also, for people listening, you might have heard a big lorry. Jude has been very hospitable uh, and is hosting us in the middle of nowhere. Um, And uh, so that's probably what you've picked up. In the
2: middle of nowhere where lorries
1: still
0: go. Oh Yes, yes, true. Um, So at Scripture Union, we believe that God speaks and he speaks to us through his word in the power of a spirit to reveal the person of his son, Jesus. And so we want to encourage Bible reading for all ages and stages. So, Jude, for you, how has Bible reading impacted your journey of faith?
2: Yeah, so I, I guess Bible reading, you know, there's, there's a pattern to it, isn't there? I think for me, it works best when I have a rhythm to it and a pattern to it. and Be that following a series or um, you know, picking a topic and and looking through some stuff. Or, you know, at the moment, I'm actually reading through the Bible in a year, but I'm only reading the Old Testament this year, just to kind of dig into that a wee bit. Um, So there's a pattern. And I I just think in in reading the Bible, there's a story, there's a history, there's a background to our faith, but there's also something really incredible in that it's alive and it speaks to me today. And the number of times where I've maybe been reading something and realising something new in a story, but then the next moment you're like, oh, that is so relevant to me right now in my day or in the circumstances I'm facing. And so for me that it's understanding who God is and who God has been and who God will be, um, but also just that journeying and that living word that actually in taking time to read, you're actually digging in and seeing how it is alive and how it lives and how it breathes, his mm-hmm. word breathes, um, and shapes, you know, how I might um do things and how, how he might guide me, but probably mostly in my thought process and in my uh, meditation of that, of just seeking him and his purposes through it, it's been incredible, yeah.
1: And has there been any, Think specifically any kind of Bible passages that have come back again and again. You know, you said you've been, you've had a friendship with Jesus for a long time. Mm-hmm. So has there been any that have, have come back up again and again?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is where we could be here until 10 minutes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we'll edit it, we'll edit it, don't worry. Um, but actually there's a few that spring to mind. So um, those verses in Matthew 11, Matthew 11, 28 to 30, Um, you know, come away with me and you'll recover your life keep company with me and you will um learn to live lightly and freely and just that idea that god shows us in the message version and you know it's i love the unforced rhythms of grace mm. um but it's that call to come away so in the busyness of life and in all that's going on there's actually a place for me to go to with him um but he doesn't want us to stay there it's actually about in how we live and that that is almost my attention-grabbing verse. There's times where, you know, you'll be doing something or you'll be reading something or somebody will be speaking and they'll use that verse. And it's almost like God saying, remember, come away with me. Keep company with me. And it's that keep company... I will teach you how to live lightly and freely you know it's so that I don't need to carry what I don't need to carry what's not mine to carry um lightly and freely just like it sounds lovely (laughs) you know it's not heavy burdened it's not it's not carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders and I have a tendency to think I need to do that I need to carry I need to fix I need to sort I need to know and that verse is God's way of saying remember Jade come away and keep company. And that's been a really key verse um, over over many years. Um, another one is the verse in, in Matthew. It's another verse out of Matthew 6, uh, 26. And it's just simply, see the birds. Like my team are sick <laughs> here of like me saying, see the birds. But actually, I God speaks to me through nature. He does. He reminds me of so much through nature. And so that we verse, see the birds. You know, they don't worry. You know, and how God provides, and I have story after story of how God has used that verse, um, again to to point to, to remind me of His provision, and then He'll do something. You know, um, there was a stage a number of years ago uh, in work actually; it was a significant challenging time, and God had given me that verse at the beginning of the year: "See the birds." And genuinely, there were times I was going to meetings and these random birds, so you'd have a mural of a bird or you'd have a lorry with a golden eagle on it or you'd <laughs> be sitting in a coffee shop and there'd be birdhouses. And I mean, honestly, it's just how God's word intervenes in our life and it, it shows up um, mm-hmm. and it reminds us that he is in mm-hmm. every detail and he will provide. And so that's where his word becomes real and that's where that verse particularly and even at the moment there's you know some been some real life see the bird moments and you know jeepers we need that mm. you know we need to remember that god provides and it's not just physical material there's just a provision of what you will need not always what we mm. want but what we will need and mm. um, so that verse has been amazing Um. This is where I could go on, but one more I just love in Psalm ninety one, that word dwells. He who dwells in the shadow of the Almighty will rest, you know, will find rest. And um <clears throat> the idea of dwelling, um, that actually this isn't so for all I said about come away, there's actually a dwelling place mm-hmm. that is always. Um it's a it's a state of presence in his presence unintentionally regardless of what I'm doing or where I am or what I'm thinking through or what's going on in my life, I can dwell in the shadow of the Almighty, you know, I can dwell in, in His dwelling place, um, I can live there, I can exist there always Um, and that's, that's just to me so reassuring and incredible that it's a constant state of presence and dwelling with Him that brings rest and i don't think that's always about sitting with your feet up i think mm. there's a state mm-hmm. of we can not striving in the mm-hmm. way the world strives or trying to be something we don't need to be but but we have that state of confidence and rest that allows me to be who he wants me to be
0: it's kind of like that idea I suppose of like seek me and you will find yeah. me but we have to look for him first yeah. of all you know for yeah. he is everywhere and I'm he's yeah, yeah exactly and there is stuff everywhere so we've had a wee chat about Bible reading and maybe some passages that are important to you. We're going to move on to prayer next. So, how has prayer impacted your journey of faith right up until the present time?
2: Yeah, that's a huge question. <laughs> Just a wee one. Um, so prayer, prayer is massive, isn't it? You know, and for me, there's a wee bit of an ongoing conversation goes on, you know. Um, like I, I do process a lot of things in prayer, you know, and it'll be the chit-chat, you know, it'll be the walking something through or talking something through and, and praying in, into that. Um, but prayer for me has also been, again, I come back to that rhythm of just being still and actually of late, and I'm saying of late, probably over the last um, 10 years, um, which isn't really of late, but it feels quite recent. <laughs> um, it's actually been more of a listening. You know, I have found myself praying but actually what I seek and what I need to do in that time is to listen and be still be still and know that He is God in prayer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so yes there's definitely you know praying through and seeking Him but actually I I talk a lot <laughs> <laughs> in normal life and there's actually just this lovely Oh, just this lovely space of being with God in His presence. Like you know, whenever you're with really good friends and you're just chatting all the time and you hardly notice time go by goes by and that's brilliant. But there's also a lovely moment when you're with really good friends where you don't need to talk, you can mm-hmm. just be. Mm-hmm. And I have my prayer life has become a lot about that, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Nope, yeah. Of just being in his presence, being still and knowing and allowing him to renew my mind and refresh my thoughts and seek and you know when I seek him and him him guiding me in my thoughts, um, and alongside that of course there's been things where I look back and go in naming and praying. I've always found it helpful to write stuff down. Now I could probably do it a lot more, but just in being able to see his answers. You know we forget things. I. I forget, (laughs) Um, but actually they have written something down and go, I remember when I didn't know what I was to do there and look how God has directed, or I remember when I wrestled and was confused and frustrated by that, but look how God has answered. So um, there's definitely been things that are good to name, you know, and even... I find it helpful to speak out what are we praying for, what are we naming, what are we going to notice, what are we going to watch for, um, what are we going to believe for, you know, because then you can see, see God at work, you can see him answering, um, and he has proved himself faithful mm-hmm. so, so many times, it's just been amazing.
1: And it's helpful to do that even for the big and the small, because I think sometimes we can just only think about how God's answered the big. Like, um, it's yeah. the See the Birds moment again, yeah, isn't it? You know, yeah. kind of the, in the, the small, um, seemingly insignificant moments, but God's there, He's working, yeah. He's moving. Yeah. 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 Um, what hardships have you faced? Again, we're just with these small questions today. No. Um, <laughs> what, what hardships have you faced, and, and how did God help you in, in those moments as you kind of wrestled with, with Bible reading and prayer?
2: Um, I guess, I mean, the one that springs to mind, um, was, I was, yeah, so going back it's 26 years, (laughs) um, and my dad, a young man, he was only 49, um, fit, healthy, all of that, um, took ill very, very suddenly and over a period of four months we watched him pass away um and looking back at that it is still a disappointment Um, because in, in those weeks and months I absolutely 100% believed my dad was going to mm. be healed and it's that praying, you know that praying and believing and hoping and trusting and all that goes with that and holding all of that hope and Then not seeing it Mm realised and wondering what went on there was a massive challenge of faith. Um, Now that said, the background story to this is that through my dad's illness, he had had a faith of sorts. But I would say, not I would say, I know for a fact through that illness and through his cancer and through a really amazing friend who came and faithfully visited him every week. He made his peace with God and he became a Christian. Um, and so when my hope and my prayer was that he would be healed, um, actually God surpassed mm-hmm. my expectation yeah. um, and he was healed and there is hope um, and that is far outweighs the physical. However, there's been the challenge of living with that and the deep you know like the day I got married you know Mm -hmm. um, it was only three years after dad passed away and you know my brother did an amazing job stepping in for him but it wasn't it wasn't Mm -hmm. dad and dad like he wanted to walk his daughter up the eye (laughs) you know I mean that was going to be his moment Mm -hmm. Um, and there's just few moments like that and I mean the big things that you know having the children and you know, seeing my mum without her mm-hmm. husband and all of that, there is a there is a disappointment, there is a missing a missing piece. Um and there there are and there were questions and yet that's what I mean in the big and in the little God is in the little details and and we trust, you know, um and I trust and I hope and that continues. Mm-hmm. But what that whole experience I guess as I look back in the very immediate, which actually lasted quite a long time. I think we don't need to go down the whole track of, you know, <laughs> coping with grief. Yeah. But grief lasts a long yeah. time. Yeah. And we're impatient people. And I probably had looked in and not fully understood grief before in, in the way that I've experienced this. Um, which is different from anybody else's experience of grief. um, But it lasted a long time where I had no words. I had no words before God. I had an ache and found it hard other than almost to groan. (laughs) Um, And it's just that even understanding of when you don't have words, he is with you um, and he will lead and guide and his presence Mm. is in everything you're going through. Um, But actually, my relationship with him, thankfully, is not dependent on me. Mm. And it was that that switch that really took place there was just like god i can't do anything about this i can't fix this i don't know what to say i'm disappointed definitely angry for a time um and god was with me sustaining me holding me you know Mm. all of that through it all um and some of those lessons have just stayed with me um throughout life you know Mm. Um,
1: thanks so so much for sharing mm. because you know it's a lot to kind of be vulnerable yeah. but hopefully yeah. with someone listening to that and um, maybe you're going through that or will go through that and mm-hmm. um, it's just helpful to hear someone else who's through it and actually you're my guess is you're still expectant of god mm-hmm. as you mm-hmm. read and as you pray and so absolutely, thank you
2: absolutely,
0: yeah. and i think those times as well especially when you face challenges they can be a real turning point or it can yeah. be i suppose a crossroads and you can decide either i'm all in in this and i do believe or I, this isn't what I thought it was gonna be. I'm gonna turn my back. So you decided that you were all in. So do you have any top tips to help build your relationship with God?
2: Yeah, I, I think I think it is, you know, for me it's not the big things. We've talked with Gallery about it. It's not the big, it's the little, you know. And um okay, so for me I tend to be a blitzer of things. Do you know? I don't know what <laughs> anyone else is like, but you know, if I um, if I have a couple of days, I kind of want to clear and do and sort and organise and do everything. You know, you want to fix everything. Um, But actually, what I'm realising is, you know, then it doesn't get done. Because you don't really have <laughs> those days. You know, you, you don't have mm-hmm. the clear space, except for lockdown, when a lot of it did happen. But actually, you don't you don't have that. You think, if I had that time, then I would do all of this. So in my life, the same applies. You know, of course, when you come away and you do, you take really intentional time away, um God speaks to you and you go to conferences or you you know it's amazing, totally brilliant. But actually I think the more important work is done in the little daily rhythms. Mm-hmm. Um and again I tend to think it has to be big, but I've come mm-hmm. to enjoy a real practice of five minutes of silence every day before I begin the day. I've just again being still Mm -hmm. come back to that Um,
1: your husband didn't recommend that did he? that was (laughs) was off your own (laughs) Um,
2: but uh, yeah just five minutes of stillness you know things like that or the the little it's the little rhythms it's the like literally you know I go for a walk with God I'm like well if he speaks to me in nature let's plonk myself in nature you know we live out in the countryside with the lorries going along the road (laughs) but on the most part it's pretty peaceful and you know it's like intentionally placing yourself where you know God will speak. Um, so for me, it's those daily rhythms, those little daily rhythms that actually transform. um. And alongside that, looking and, and actually carving out so if I know it's really good to get away, actually vary well, that, look mm-hmm. and go, when? When am I going to do that? And it doesn't need to be <laughs> as much as five days away lovely <laughs> you know, It's not always practical. But like half a day, you know, a day for me, I love being up at the coast and that kind of thing, but actually going with that intentionality that this is my time with God, this is what I'm here to do and I'm here to be. Um, and I'm, I carve, I try and carve those times out, um, you know, in a rhythm of mm-hmm. whether it be an annual thing, you know, a monthly thing like you know there's a weekly pattern and a daily pattern that kind of, it's not always as structured as that the mm. life goes belly up many of the time but that intentionality of daily, weekly, you know, monthly, annually, what, what are we doing? Um in order to help us shape that practice and create some of those rhythms. And it feeds into that verse earlier that I shared, you know, it is about rhythm. It is it's the rhythms mm-hmm. that we create that allows him to, to create his rhythm in us and, and what he wants to put on
1: us and build in us, you know? Which is, which can be really hard because in your head you're kind of thinking, you know, this is great, but as you say, mm-hmm. time just goes, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it doesn't stop. Um, there's going to be people listening to this who are like, dude, this sounds great, but actually I'm really struggling. And I, I struggle, you, you talk about rhythms, I'm just struggling for any sort of rhythm to gain any sort of holy habit. What do you say to those people?
2: Bless you for acknowledging that. I think the first step in anything is to be able to say I'm struggling rather than ignore it. Um, And that would be my first reaction to that is just acknowledge it. Don't deny it. Um, But it's then a case of so therefore, you know, it's so what what helps me what do I need and I would say for me um people are key you know and me being able to verbalize what's going on in my heart or in my life is is massive and for me as I look back at times when I have been really struggling um there's a few folk that I know that I need time with um so I wonder that you know if there's someone struggling it's like who who has helped you in the past who could you go and have you know time with share time with and just be honest with and and actually those people some of those folk aren't folk here in my my daily weekly life you know they're mm-hmm. not in my close life they love me and care for me and I love them but they're actually outside a wee bit you know that allows me to go mm-hmm. chat stuff through and you know I'm not going to bump into them tomorrow you know and um, a wee bit of separation is helpful for me so yeah talk it through acknowledge um, the difficulties and, and then just decide you know we, we're great at, I'm great at coming up with lists of things that'll help me right but actually pick one thing pick one thing that you know is manageable you know and do it um, and I know there's been times where if I've been struggling I have felt as if I need to feel this is, is good and feel that everything is better Whereas, actually, sometimes we just need to do it so that we're back in that pattern of discipline and actually then God in His generosity shows up. You know, it might take a while, you know, but it's not always out of a place of, I feel I want to do this. Sometimes it starts with, I am choosing to do this because I know I'm choosing to do this because God will. I'm choosing to do this because I seek him and it's seeking you know mm-hmm. he's not always right there there's a time where it requires a bit of seeking and that requires a wee bit of effort so don't worry if it feels like an effort you know I mean this is maybe a really silly analogy we might cut this <laughs> everybody is now going oh what's she going to say this is really silly but it's like you know okay so couch to 5k right I'm trying to get fit. I'm doing the coach to five okay? It does not feel good. Right? But if I want to be able to run mm-hmm. I need to stick with it. Mm. And it's little, it's little steps, it's following it. I'm not getting up going, oh, Brilliant, I can't wait to run. I don't know if that day'll ever come. <laughs> right? But if I want to get there there's certain steps I can Mm -hmm. take and it's not about the momentary feeling but it's about the result of that feeling and it's about the result of what that does for me and it's not always a feeling by any shape or you know it's it's not always a feeling but it's actually about creating things in your life that that can be small significant steps that create that shape and structure that creates a context for God Mm -hmm. to shape and move in our lives and I would just say seriously acknowledge if it helps to talk it through or journal it and then yes write your list but then do one pick one what am i going to do mm-hmm. this week and build on it you know liken it to that exercise thing you, you don't go out and, I mean, you don't go out and run a marathon if you've decided to mm-hmm. run you build it up you, you re you, you jig your body you get into that rhythm and pattern and just think be patient with yourself be kind to yourself god oh god wants you to just seek him and he has always oh, like come on mm. you know come on i've got you he's not standing over you going where have you been you know <laughs> he's actually come on come on he's, he's got your back and seek him and you will find him yeah that's probably a big ramble but
1: very helpful mm. thank you
0: but I think I think it's something that lots of people can kind of identify with. You know that training, and you don't get amazing just when you first start or whatever, and or and you're out of shape. Or <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, but I think I think lots of people will will appreciate that. Um, thank you so much for sharing with us. It's been brilliant. Thank you for your honesty. I know we said it before, but it's really really helpful. But we're not quite finished yet, because it's time for everyone's favorite. Maybe not your favourite, but it's the Box of Destiny. Which sounds
1: different on the podcast because in a cup but we'll move on I wasn't
0: going
2: to tell anybody <laughs> <laughs> of course not but,
0: but it's Phil so of course he's going to tell everybody It's the actual box of destiny is at my front door because I forgot to bring it with me you know in the spirit of honesty so here are some quick fire questions um, just to finish off our podcast and you get to choose what questions you answer and by choose you pick them out of this attractive cup here we are so there's
2: no pass option <sighs> is there, is there would you, would you, you like one, one pass? We'll give you one pass How many I answer?
1: How many do you want to answer? None.
2: None. This is the most stressful bit. Not knowing what's in that cup <laughs> or boss. I feel the
0: standard has been five. Yeah, I'd say five. Okay. Yeah. So no five to answer, men. but we okay. could give you one pass. Does that yeah. seem, that's seem... If fair. we need it. If we need sure, it. We you need might, it. Love them all. might love them all. You might yeah. love them all. So um, there might be some that have been asked before that people have, you know, drawn out, but that's okay because we okay. are always... Happy to hear okay. other answers. of Am yours I going in? yep, Am I- dive right What's in. The question one? number one. Have Here I we read go. The question? Oh, yes, please. please, if you would.
2: Oh, if you could win an Olympic gold, what sport would Ooh, it be in? That's a good one. Okay, Olympic gold. What sport would it be in? Um, I think. Do you know what? I'd need to go. Yeah, I think I'd like to be a gymnast. Oh, yeah, because nice. I—I mean, you see all that, you know, floor stuff. Not that I want to practice, but I just think somersaulting and over just all that. Yeah, I think think that could be it. I'm not saying it would be, it definitely wouldn't yeah. be, but if it if I could, that's what you do. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to be able to be a gymnast and go upside down and do oh, some yeah. somersaults. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. so impressive. I love watching gymnastics yeah. when it's on. Okay. I'll for the next oh one. yes, please. We're on a roll. Look at this. Question two. Oh, I've ended up cutting twice. So here. you could pick your favourite. What that do one. you
2: know for sure? Mm. What do I know for sure? What I know for sure is there's a lot more stuff that I don't know
0: mm.
2: than I thought I might know by now. That's what I know for sure, and this is where my head goes. And there's lots of other things I know for sure because now I'm thinking on the t- off the top of my. Head. Uh, you know, it's just there, there's what I know for sure. There's a lot more I don't know, but there's a lot more I guess. I'm certain of. Maybe mm. you know that there's just a lot more true. There's I've, I've tested stuff. I know it to be true, but there's a lot I don't know. And <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Question okay.
0: number three. Are
2: we doing okay oh, we're doing. Yeah. I think it. It. this is fantastic. Prayer right. is. See, that's not a question. It's a finish. Finish it's the sentence. Finish the sentence. Prayer, prayer, is prayer is dot dot dot. Prayer is prayer. Is oh, I the prayer is just it's it's ongoing. It's mm. just it's it's almost like breathing. Prayer is it's such a gift. It's ongoing and it's a conversation.
1: There we go. Great,
0: you're doing so well for someone who was very nervous.
1: Okay. Although she is trying to get through in the quickest time uh, well, possible. Well, if yeah, really absolutely.
0: <laughs>
2: Oh my days! If you could be remembered for being the best at something, what would it be and why? Um, the best at something.
1: Chief executive? No.
2: Mm, (laughs) That's not gonna happen. (laughs) Um, if I could be remembered for being the best at something, what would it be and why? I I want to be a really good friend. Um, and I'm I'm gonna why I'm just gonna break the rules because you know you've asked me these questions (laughs) why not take liberties why not and when I say friend I mean that in relationship you know Mm -hmm. as a mom I want to be an amazing friend and I know that's you know you're you're a mom you're not a friend but but I Mm -hmm. want a good connection and relationship with the folk that matter to me with my husband um you know I, I want to be brilliant at being a good friend and all that entails so oh,
1: there's so much you could go into that, isn't oh, it? I know. it? Oh, what do you mean my friend? Like what, it, what what it makes yeah. a good friend? But anyway, well, listen, list. it's not it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not the list.
2: You're absolutely right, it's a quick fire question. Yeah, it's a quick fire. It's a quick so, question. fire yeah.
0: Would you believe it? We've made it to question number five. If I to do, do another one. One, yeah, more, one? more, please, if I you wouldn't you mind. Done you. I thought I was done. I was uh, apology.
2: There, oh. oh my day. <laughs> Seriously, this is another one. The Holy Spirit is dot dot dot.
1: finish the sentence.
2: The Holy Spirit is The Holy Spirit is just, you know, I guess is alive, is guiding, is with us, God's Spirit is with us, is with us indeed, you know, um, there's just a constant presence and yeah, just acknowledging the Holy Spirit is with us. thank you
1: thank you so much for sharing taking the time out of your busy schedule um, to, to be able to share with us and the people listening
0: and if you've been encouraged why not pass this podcast on for others to benefit from as well you may even want to give us a review we would really appreciate that this is actually it for the season of Scripture Union Northern Ireland podcast and we hope that what we've discussed and shared will spur individuals on in their personal relationship with Jesus God bless
1: goodbye